Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients, and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we are talking about how to use manifestation and the law of attraction in your favor in life and in business with Kristen Richards. I'm really excited about today's episode because I think this is such a powerful topic and actually, you know, series of topics for us to be exploring when it comes to how we are utilizing different methods of calling in the kinds of results and the kind of growth that we want to experience in our businesses. And I'm extra excited because today's guest, Kristen Richards, is such a fantastic individual to guide us through this conversation. She's a certified mindset and success coach for creative women who want to expand beyond their false limitations and create lives and businesses that are fully aligned with who they are meant to be. She is also the owner of the branding and web design agency, Girl Boss Designer, so fellow designer as well. And she has her own podcast where you can find her over at the Align and Amplify podcast. She has a background in the law of attraction. She has her certifications in NLP and human design, and she leverages also her applied knowledge of manifestation to guide you on your journey to own your mindset, reclaim your power, set yourself up to thrive in your business, and attract your success. So man, with credentials like that and experience like that, Kristen, I know that you are- (laughs) I feel like that was a big intro. Jeez. You are going to be the perfect person to guide us through this conversation today. So um, with that being said, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on and joining me. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And I cannot wait to talk about all things manifestation. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Mm, I love it. Well, I know that at this point, we've heard a little bit about what you do, but I'd love it if you're comfortable sharing what what attracted you to human design, to NLP, to learning more about these universal laws and manifestation and um, you know, applying that to the work that you do as a certified mindset and success coach? Yeah. So this has nothing to do with my background, which is funny. Um, I have a graphic design background, used to work for a company as an art director, ended up creating Girl Boss Designer doing branding and web design and just had nothing to do with any of this world. And then as I got further along in my journey and I started to get more into self-development, I honestly couldn't even remember the succession of like how it happened. It's almost like when you start following those little nudges that you get and kind of your curiosity and then you go down a rabbit hole. And that was like me for the past few years. Like one thing just led to the other thing, led to the other thing. I think it was I started to get into listening to life coaching podcasts, and that led into a lot more of just like self-awareness and understanding thought work. And then somewhere along the lines, I really got obsessed with the manifestation concepts. A lot of people learned about manifestation maybe from, there's a movie called The Secret, which I don't know if you saw that. A lot of people have. I didn't see it until I was older. And it seems like 
kind of an old timey hokey movie. (laughs) I think it's on Netflix. Uh, I ended up watching that. I'm like, what is this crap? And then I dove in further and just honestly, just tons of research and signing up for programs and studying. And then the more I got into this whole world, the more I discovered more things like human design and mindset work, NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, which is all about the language of our subconscious mind, which is very connected with manifestation because we are, well, we'll get into that in a minute, I know, (laughs) the whole explanation. Um, So really, it's just been years of a rabbit hole that I've been in, and I just keep going deeper, and I've just fallen in love with this whole self-development world. It's why I decided to become a coach, and I didn't want to leave behind my design uh, business. I just decided I wanted more of an agency style where I was not being the one actually doing all the work, and now I'm more of our creative director plus like marketing and sales for the business. And I have a team that does most of the design work. So it kind of creates the space where I'm able to do both. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I know it's not a very straightforward, like I went to school for this type of answer. (laughs) It's just a series of following my curiosity pretty much. Mm -hmm. I love that though. And isn't that always, not always, I don't want to, you know, make that kind of generalization, but Oftentimes, I think so many people can resonate with that sort of experience where one thing seems to lead to the next and there's almost like this little trail of breadcrumbs that that led us to where we are, where we're going. And it's not always this clear, direct, like I've had this clarity since I was a little kid about what I wanted to do and so that I went to school for it and I got all, you know, like it's, it's usually not that that cut and dry. I mean, if it is, that's fantastic. But I think that there's something so, um, so beautiful about normalizing kind of the non-traditional journeys that we experience as entrepreneurs, where especially in this age where we're able to create online businesses and pursue different passions, I think it's really powerful that uh, as you, in, in your journey, especially, like you started learning more about self-awareness, self-development, personal development, and that then just through your own pursuing your that own curiosity and exploring that that has now led you to being a certified mindset and success coach and having this this business where this is this is what you're coaching uh you know creatives to experience and i think that um, yeah that's just that's fantastic so i can i can totally relate with that journey i i you know say, I've said many times before that I consider myself to be an accidental entrepreneur. So getting into this business wasn't exactly always a part of my life plan. So I think a lot of folks can relate to that too. Yes. But um, with what you were saying about how you started getting into more of these modalities and more of these schools of thought about you know different things like manifestation, and you were talking about NLP and how that can be a really powerful tool about manifestation. Before we get into any of that, let's kind of back up a little bit and talk about, for those who might not be familiar with the law of attraction or those universal laws, and they might not be very familiar with manifestation, can you share a little bit more about what those concepts are and, and what they include? Yeah, for sure. So manifestation is pretty much just when something from your imagination is then created in your reality. So at some point you're thinking about it and all of a sudden it's here. That's like a very basic way to describe it. Um, So you'll see people online like I manifested this car or I manifested this free trip or whatever it might be. And then as far as the law of attraction, this is when we realize that 
we are attracting into our reality what we're focusing on. So it's where the focus goes. That's what you are attracting. And the law of attraction is actually comes secondary to another law, which is the law of vibration, which is, and this is might get sciencey. I don't know. Everything is energy, right? So we're made up of like atoms and all these things that are like vibrating if you break it down. And so we as beings have a vibration and there's different levels of vibration and like vibrations attract each other. So this is where the phrase you might hear like high vibe or low mm-hmm. vibe, that's said a lot. This is where this comes from because you'll have someone, if someone's in more of a high vibrational state, which would might be feelings of love, joy, empowerment, happiness, like all those high vibe feelings, they're going to attract more of a high vibe experience. So positive experiences. On the opposite side of that, someone who might be in a low vibe state or low vibrational state, things like feeling guilt, insecurity, fear, worry, they're going to attract more low vibrational experiences. So we are attracting not only what we're focusing on, but we're attracting also how we're feeling. We're attracting a step below this. A lot of people make the assumption or mistake that it's what we're thinking, but it's actually a step deeper where we are attracting what we believe. So I'll get into that in like in a second. There's so much to get into. So I wanted to take it like step by step. Something to know though about manifestation is that some people might say, how can I be better at manifesting or how can I start manifesting? And you're already manifesting like everything that's in your life right now. You manifested it. It's just did you intentionally create your reality pretty much. So it's not about being better. It's about being more intentional with what we want to create so we can attract that into our life based on our beliefs, based on our thoughts. And our beliefs are the things that are, you know, creating basically the vibration that we have, the feelings that we have are going back to those beliefs, which stems from our subconscious mind. So I'm going to pause there and let you see if you have any questions because I know it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I love that you're breaking this down in such a, you know, kind of step-by-step way so that um, we're able to really look at and sort of examine these individual components that make up this process of manifestation. And out of curiosity, when I'm sitting here and absorbing what you're sharing, and I will say I am somewhat familiar with what we're talking about today, certainly would not consider myself to be an expert. And uh, in full transparency, this is something that I've gotten into uh within the last couple of years. So something that is still relatively new to me. And I find it so fascinating that our beliefs can shape our our experiences, that something so deep and so personal and so internal can show up in the way that we're experiencing the world around us. And I think that um, something that I have been exploring just not only on my own personal journey, but also even just through conversations with uh, my therapist even, how much about our worldviews or our beliefs or our values are shaped by the world around us, by parents or teachers or family members or society. And so I, I find that um, for me personally, starting to develop that self-awareness of my subconscious beliefs and what those are saying and what yes. those are bringing into my life, being aware of that has been 
personally very freeing, a very uh, a very powerful journey for me. So, with that being said, when we think about how our beliefs are shaping what we're able to manifest and what we're calling into our lives. What are some ways that we can start to, as business owners, maybe develop more just noticing or, or begin to practice being aware of what some of those beliefs that we hold might might be? Yeah. So the beliefs we're especially on the prowl for <laughs> are the limiting beliefs because the limiting beliefs are what's going to create this kind of block, if you want to call it a block to creating what you want to create. Someone Mm -hmm. might want to make six figures in their design business, but they might not realize they have a belief that they, number one, have to work really hard to deserve the money. They might have been taught from their parents that money doesn't grow on trees and they're going to have to work 60 hours a week to be successful in their business. It's selfish to charge more. Um, it's selfish to even want to make more. Like there's so much that could be under there that could be blocking what we want to create as far as our beliefs go. So an easy way to kind of spot limiting beliefs or look for when you're thinking or saying phrases that have words like can't, shouldn't, won't, kind of these things that it's creating a rule. I can't do that. They won't do that. I shouldn't do this. Normally, these things are not true at all. They're just like made up rules that we were either taught from our parents. Our parents have a huge, or our caregivers, whoever took care of you when you were from age one to seven is when we are most susceptible to developing these subconscious beliefs. Cause that's when like our subconscious mind is just like a sponge soaking up everything. It doesn't know what's true and what's not true. It takes in like everything as truth. So we could be soaking up all these beliefs from our parents and people around us. And we don't even realize that they're there. And then these phrases come out where we've put limitations on ourselves or rules on ourselves. You know, it's selfish to ask for help. It's, um, I should be able to do all of this on my own. I come up with so many. There's so much. But just paying attention to those little words is a really great way to spot the beliefs and to just sit and reflect on them at two. I find it's not as easy to, for someone to be like, what are your limiting beliefs? And you can just write them down um, (laughs) because it's so ingrained in us. Like it's so underneath what we're conscious of a lot of the time. So it's more so just being aware and notice when phrases like that come up, notice when you're creating a thought or a rule around yourself that isn't actually true. And that's just a really easy way to start to become aware of what beliefs you might have. And also listen to what your parents say. I know I've worked through definitely limiting beliefs surrounding money when it comes to the way I was brought up. There, you know, I remember my, and she'll probably, well, she'll never listen to this anyways, but <laughs> my mom would say things like, oh, you you just don't need that. Like if you don't need to spend that much on that. Or there's, there's just one thing that stuck out to me so hard one time when Uh, We were watching some type of travel show. I was at my mother's house where I am right now recording this, (laughs) visiting. (laughs) And I remember saying, this is before I left my job and traveled abroad and then ended up moving abroad. I hadn't traveled overseas and I was so ready to, I was so over it. And I was looking at these beautiful places on the TV and I was like, 
getting annoyed. Like I want to go there. Like I need to go to these places. And just I got pissed. Like I'm ready to travel. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot surrounding like rules about I didn't have enough money to all this stuff. And then my mom said, Kristen, there's so many people out there that are just, you know, thankful to be able to pay their bills. And I'm like, so basically I'm being told that I should just be thankful to be able to pay my bills. And I shouldn't want more than that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, why do you need to make that much money? That type of thing. So really, like, starting to notice what your parents say or whoever raised you will be a really big indicator as well of beliefs that you have adapted that are either serving you. Like, some people have a very healthy relationship with money and support and all these things. Usually, we have some areas that we have a really healthy relationship with or a really limited relationship. Um, But listening to our parents can be that clue if we have a hard time figuring it out for ourselves. And we might not, we might even say, no, I don't think that though, but it could be under there and we don't even realize it because it's all in the subconscious mind, which we're not fully aware of. Mm, That's so interesting. So as we are kind of going through the day-to-day and becoming more aware of these narratives that we're telling ourselves where we're saying, oh, I shouldn't do that. I can't do that. You know, this basically just creating all of these scenarios for ourselves in which what we want to do isn't possible. What, as as we develop that awareness and as we kind of examine that and, and sort of sit with it and say, okay, where did this come from? And what does this mean for me? What can we do? Are there actions we can take? Are there ways that we can show ourselves compassion? How can we start to maybe reframe our relationship with those those limiting beliefs? Yeah. So the first step is just noticing it. Is the big first step is noticing it, accepting it. It's totally fine. We all have them and they're going to keep popping up. So we might feel like, I thought I worked on this. And then all of a sudden it's back again. Mm. So it's totally fine. It's totally normal. Recognizing it is the best first step. And then always ask yourself, like, is this actually true? Can I find evidence elsewhere that proves the opposite? Most of the time, none of these things are actually true. There's always evidence of someone having what we actually want to have or having the opposite of, you know, a situation that we've like created a rule around. Um, so looking for evidence, looking if, you know, is this thing actually true? And then what do I want to think instead or what do I want to feel instead? So consciously deciding this is how I want to think and this is how I want to feel. Now, that's not going to be that simple all the time. We can't always just say, this is my new belief now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's kind of our conscious mind deciding. This is what I want to believe. It can take time. And it could take extra work. This is where NLP can come in handy to a whole nother level than regular mindset work because it's going past your subconscious mind into the subconscious mind. Our conscious mind actually only makes up 5% of what's going on in our mind. So if you're only working on what you're thinking and what you're doing, like our actions, the strategy part of our business, then you're only working with 5%. Whereas if you're able to work with some subconscious mind techniques, now you're tapping into that 95%. And that's where those beliefs actually live. That's where our habits live. That's where like 
all of our memories and like everything from our past that we might not even be consciously aware of lifts. So in NLP, there's all different types of techniques. NLP isn't the only way. It's just the way that I've been taught. um, And that's why I'm going to share it with you. There's different techniques where we can actually shift a belief from what you are believing now to what you want to believe. You're able to, with time techniques, you're able to actually implant a goal into your subconscious mind in the future and kind of normalize it for yourself based on the picture. Our subconscious mind works in like images and pictures. So we can put it in our future actually on our subconscious mind's timeline. Does this make any sense? Because sometimes I feel like I'm talking another language. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I definitely, I mean, I'm I'm tracking with you. I find it so fascinating. That's why I'm just over here going, "Mm, mm -hmm." yeah, Yeah, just nodding along. (laughs) So there's a lot you can do with NLP work that can really dig in there deep. Um, But it's just number one, like having the awareness, noticing these things, choosing a different belief that you want to have. Um, and then we'll get into this, which will be related, related more so to manifestation, but, you know, tapping into the vision and the feelings and the experience of what you do want, mm-hmm. because something, this might just nicely lead into manifestation. Uh, but with manifestation, a lot of the time people are focusing on what they don't want. Because they're frustrated with it. Oh, this client was so frustrating and they didn't respond to me in this amount of time or they didn't like anything I did or whatever it is. We're focusing on the negative instead of focusing on what we want to create. And so when we can shift where our focus is, um, same things with our beliefs, like what is our focus on, then we can change what we are, how we're going to be feeling really, and then attract more of the things that we're wanting. I love that. That makes so much sense. So on a day-to-day basis, uh, what would practicing that that method of, of incorporating manifestation into the way that we're showing up in our businesses look like on sort of a day-to-day basis, do you think? I would say a big one is just taking some time to reflect on what you want to create. And you can do this in different ways. Some people like to meditate, journal, Some people like to talk it out, like you can do like voice journaling. Some people like to think about it maybe while exercising, like whatever that thing looks like for you, where you carve out space to actually think and reflect on what it is you want to create. Because we can get so caught up in the to-do list, in all the goals, and more so the goals as far as what we need to do. We're so focused on the doing all the time in this strategy where we really want to tap into, number one, knowing what we want. If you don't know what you want, that's like step one. (laughs) (laughs) Then, you know, what is that person like who has the things? Visualize actually having the thing that you're wanting to create, whether it's a certain income level, maybe it's hiring on a team to help you, maybe it's booking a new client or whatever is maybe you want to buy a thing, maybe it's a car or whatever it is that's important to you. For me, it's always like booking my next trip or something. You know, envision and visualize having that thing. And visualizing is really going to help bring this to life in our mind because we're creating the feelings of what you're envisioning. And the feelings are really going to put you in that state. That's where it comes back to the vibration, like high vibe, low vibe. It's putting you in the vibration of having the thing 
that you want to create. And when we already have it, it's just like, it's already done. It's, it's easy. It's like nothing. Whereas if we're wanting it and we're like kind of needing it, we're getting in like to the needy feeling, Mm -hmm. then that's kind of like a lower level vibration. And we're not going to be attracting it. Have you ever been on like a console call with someone where they're like desperate for your business? They put off a very needy vibe Mm -hmm. and that's not attractive to other people. And when you are coming from a place of already having it, it's just like more confidence comes from that. You're going to feel the best thing you can ever do is feel gratitude for what you are working to create. So when you're creating the space to reflect on what you want and really kind of visualize having it, being grateful. Like you can even write down if you want to, I am so grateful for you know, my six-figure year or you know, my 20K month or the home that my husband and I bought for our family or whatever it is that you're working toward. This doesn't have to just be business related. This can be anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Being grateful for what you have. Because when you're grateful, we are assuming we already have it. And so then we're attracting, we're getting into that state and we can then kind of go about our day and make decisions from that state. It's like a whole other way to approach your day. Not that you have to do this in the morning, but I would say, I would argue it's like, optimal because you're putting yourself in that amazing like feel good state of already having all the things that you want and then you can approach the day from that state and you might make different decisions from that place you know when you are working with manifestation you're always wanting to think about okay the person the version of me who already has this thing I'm just going to use like the six-figure business I don't know I feel like that's on everyone's list at some point (laughs) (laughs) You've either been there or you're working toward it. It's just a thing. So you might tap into, you know, if I have a six-figure business, how would me as the six-figure business owner, how would they be thinking? How would I be feeling? What types of things would I be focusing on? What type of skills do I need to have at this level? What what do I have under my belt that I know how to do? What types of habits and routines would I have? What decisions would I be making? What, What would I be letting go of? It's not always about more, more, more. It could be about trimming what's no longer serving us, letting Mm -hmm. go of a lot of things that we need to let go of. Maybe we've held on to services that are no longer aligned, price points that are no longer aligned, um, team members. Like There's so much that we might be holding on to that we need to let go of. So when we can get into that state, we can then approach our day to make decisions and just act in a way that's more aligned with what we're working to create. Um, And then beyond that, it sounds complicated, but pretty much it's like reflect on your goals in whatever way you like, whether it's meditation, journaling, exercising, whatever that might be, and really visualize already having it. And then also as you're just going through your day, have the awareness about what's going on in your head. Kind of like we talked about earlier, where's your focus going? Is it going toward things that you don't want or is it going toward things that you do want? And we always want to be kind of pausing and bringing ourselves back to more positive thoughts, focusing on on what we want versus what we don't want. Another thing with this too is our subconscious mind doesn't understand the negative word. So an example of this would be, I don't have to work hard to make more money. That sounds like a great thing. I don't have to work hard to make more money. What our subconscious mind actually hears is I have to work hard to make more money Mm. because it doesn't hear the don't. So I always encourage people to 
rephrase maybe your affirmations or your goals. Instead, what this is this was mine until I learned better. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Why have I been training myself this? Um, so then I rephrase that example as the less I work, the more I make. Mm. So phrase it how you want it. And just notice throughout the day if there's little limiting beliefs that come up. Awareness is a huge part of all of this. And then kind of just pausing, giving yourself grace, and deciding to choose differently. That's kind of on a day-to-day level. All the other stuff as far as NLP work and like all the other stuff, you can definitely get into deeper. But this is kind of a great place to start and a great place to incorporate this into your day-to-day. I love that. So as we're following the advice that you just shared, we're, we're, you know, implementing that, that flow and that routine that you walked us through to me with, with what I know and correct me if I'm wrong here, it sounds like once we are clear on what that vision of what we want is, and we are taking action to be that version of ourselves now and we're embodying who that person is right if we're if we're paying attention to what kind of what kind of space that puts us in mentally or emotionally and if that's raising our vibe then it sounds like based on what you shared earlier we are going to start calling in the law of attraction at some point because, right, aren't we focusing on we are like raising that vibration, we are pursuing that clarity of what we want to manifest, and then at what point does the law of attraction start to come into play? So the law of attraction is happening right now. Like it doesn't really, it's it's not so much about calling it in because it's already happening. Mm. It's more so about intentionally using it and being conscious of it. Because someone could have no idea about any of this, and it's already happening. They're attracting their reality at all times. So someone who might be in a situation that they don't like, whether it's clients that are really frustrating, um, they they keep hitting an income block, um, like a ceiling with their income, um, and they might not have any idea about this. Their beliefs and their thoughts are already attracting what keeps happening. Mm. So it's more so about noticing it and intentionally choosing something different for yourself. Mm, I love that. So it's it's not so much about having to do anything, having to, you know, like take any any massive amount of action. It's it's something as beautiful and as simple as as cultivating that awareness and choosing to to pursue it with intentionality, right? Yes. And a big thing also with manifestation, law of attraction, all of this is that it's all about how you're being and why you want it. That's really what the focus is on. While we can be so caught up in the doing and wondering when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. A lot of people, it's so easy to get caught up in the how and the when because we want to know exactly what to do and exactly how it's going to play out and exactly when I'm going to hit that goal. I'm going to hit this goal by this month or by this year. And we don't really know the timeline. And this can be frustrating, (laughs) especially when we have this goal. I'm just going to keep using like the income year just to be consistent to make it easy. Let's just say the six-figure year, right? We might feel like we did something wrong if we didn't hit it. But if we're always tuning in and making decisions out of a place of alignment for ourselves and following our intuition, 
maybe that's just there's some lessons that we needed to learn before we're ready. We don't always know the timeline. If you believe in God or the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, I, you know, believe that they know the ultimate timeline for you. And we just have to keep following the next step and the next step and the next step with what feels most aligned for us. So it's not figuring out the how and the when. Of course, you're going to have to make a strategy plan. Uh, but it's it's not so much about putting the pressure on ourselves to meet certain goals in a certain deadline or to have that launch make a certain amount of money. You know, maybe you needed to have three failed launches before you've really figured it out. Mm-hmm. Maybe there were some tweaks you really needed to make for your program to be what it really needed to be. There's always lessons to be learned along the way. So it's it's not so much about avoiding the failures and avoiding things that don't go right. That's all a part of the experience and the process. Um, but we can just be, have more awareness about where our focus is going and intentionally choose to focus more on what we want and have that awareness to spot those limiting beliefs because we can do a lot of the noticing what we're thinking But the core of all of this underlying, it always comes back to those beliefs underneath. Mm, That makes so much sense. And I appreciate you clarifying that for us. Now, I know that earlier in our conversation today, you shared this this piece of advice that actually it was was more of a, a, a way of reframing the way that we're looking at our relationship with manifestation as business owners. And you were saying that, you know, people ask you like, what can I do to get better at this? Or how can I get started with this? So one question that I always love to ask on every single interview that I host here on the podcast comes back to what piece of encouragement or advice you would want to share to those who are tuning in today who are ready to take that next step with, with uh, you know, what we're talking about. And so knowing that right now, even, even if we have not had the awareness about what we're manifesting, even if we have not, you know, even thought about this concept before, knowing that we're already on this journey and we're already manifesting everything that we've experienced in our lives and everything that we've built, what kind of encouragement or advice would you share to those who are listening today who are just wanting to take that next step into having a more intentional journey with manifestation? I would say a big piece is taking 100% accountability for your life as it is now, every part of it. We call this, I don't know if it's a part of NLP or just a part of my learning thus far. It's called being at cause for your life. And what this means is that we can kind of blame, oh, well, this is happening because of this or because of so-and-so. It is so empowering. Like this is such a positive and amazing thing when you take full accountability and responsibility for every part of your life because that is going to put back the power in your hands to then make the changes to create what you actually want to create. So if there's any piece that you feel like you (laughs) – want to blame a client for (laughs) our team member or we're just making excuses for why it's like that really being like no how am i at cause for this because now like you are the creator of your life and instead of being at the whim of other people now you can create anything you want in any part of your life and i think it starts there because then we have the 
confidence to know that we can create the change because we're not putting the power in anyone else's hands to create the change, the success, whatever it is that we want to create in our lives. We know that we can take full accountability and then start to build from there. Mm, that's such a powerful thought. As, as I was hearing you share that encouragement and that advice, I had a question that came to mind that I'd love to kind of talk through with you. And really what, what I was wondering is obviously I can see how when we are taking that responsibility or we're looking for how we are at cause for a situation, obviously with the experiences you shared or the examples you shared of like, oh, we were blaming this client because, you know, things are challenging or, you know, there's so many, there's so many like specifics that we could get into of what that looks like and, and small issues with client relationships or how business is going and things like that. But um, when it comes to like bigger things, like bigger things that we're experiencing in our lives that are um, a part of systems that we experience as humans, or if someone is wrestling with, um, you know, a really hurtful or painful or traumatic experience, Mm -hmm. what does, what does that look like in that context? From there, I would say it's more about how do I want to respond to this? Mm. Because what came to mind when you were talking about this is just the past two years of COVID and the negative effects that it's had for many people. Mm-hmm. Job losses, um, just family loss, there's so much that is negative. And it's like, how can you take responsibility for that, right? It happened to mm-hmm. you, you know? And in, at that point, it's more so about how do I want to respond to this now? You might not have been able to choose how that thing happened to you, But how do you want to go moving forward from this? How are you Mm -hmm. going to – I don't like to say react. React is like there's no control in when you're reacting to something. How do you want to respond and how do you want to look at the situation, think about the situation, and and how do you want to approach how you're going to act, how you're going to think about it, and how you're going to be versus staying in the victim mentality? Right. That makes sense. And I really appreciate you clarifying that. That I, I'm totally tracking with that. So it's 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 more about, you know, when we're when we're in these experiences that are, you know, maybe uh due to uh, a systemic issue or they are completely outside of our individual control or something, you know, very negative or traumatic, it's not about it's not about, you know, trying to somehow take individual responsibility for something that we were not responsible for, mm-hmm. but it's instead about choosing how we want to maybe be responsible for our healing or our mm-hmm. growth. Is that is that about right? Yes. And then always looking for, I always like to ask, what am I here to learn from this? Like, mm. what is this teaching me? There's so many situations where something terrible has happened to someone and them coming out of that to then teach others how to heal and to help them work through things and to be that inspiration for someone else. You know, if that person hadn't have experienced that, there wouldn't be that person to then look up to in a way. Mm -hmm. So we can always look at what what am I here to learn from this? I always like to ask, how is this serving me? And I probably would not apply that to certain situations, um, to like more serious situations. But 
that would be on more of a lower level, like maybe you're just in a bad place in your business or something like mm-hmm. that. I always like to ask, how is this serving me? Because there might be lessons that I needed to learn there. Um, and then, yeah, I just think, what what good can I create then from this? That I love that. I I completely understand, you know, how how that can show up and how we can think about that through, um, you know, different different experiences. And I appreciate you sharing all of this with us. I feel like honestly, I could sit here and just you know like talk with you about this all afternoon. I feel like <laughs> but... there's so many other things that I could share. It's like information overload, though. <laughs> Well, there's just so much to this. And so I feel like everything we've covered today, it is such a great way to start to, you know, dip your toes into the awareness that you have around the law of attraction or the way that you're showing up with your relationship uh, to manifestation or your your own journey with manifestation and how we can apply that in our businesses. So I know that you are such a wealth of knowledge around these topics and so much more. So I know that people are going to want to be able to get, you know, connect with you and get to follow you online. So where can people go to uh, follow along with your journey? So you can find me online at kristenrichards.co and that's Kristen with an I-N, richards.co. And then that's going to be the website. And then it's the same thing on Instagram, kristenrichards.co. And that's going to be the coaching business, all the things that we talked about today. That's where all of that content lives. And then I also have the design business, Girl Boss Designer, um, and that's pretty much where you can find me. Amazing. And for those who are tuning in today, as always, we're going to have all of Kristen's links included in today's show notes for this episode. So just go to brandstrategypodcast.com, click on the latest episode link, and everything you are looking for will be there. Plus, Kristen has so graciously shared with us this incredible freebie that she's created. It's her Aligned Goals Workbook, where she walks you through a process to creating your most aligned goals this year so that you can scale your creative business while enjoying your life too. So it's not, correct me if I'm understanding this correctly, right? It's not so much about like typical goal setting. It's actually about taking an approach to pursuing goals that are in line with what you really want, your deep desires, your vision for your life, right? Yeah. So much more than I think when we approach as business owners, like the example that I've used for this whole episode, like the six figures, Let's go further and like, what other goals do we, why do we actually want that? Like, what are we actually, what is that allowing us to then create in our lives? It's not actually about the money. Like, mm-hmm. how do we want to feel? What do we want to be doing every day? Sometimes goals are about letting go of things that are no longer there for us. So it's definitely a different approach to just creating what your next income goal is. <laughs> Amazing. Well, friends, that link to the Aligned Goals workbook that Kristen has created will be at brandstrategypodcast.com in the uh, show notes for today's episode. And Kristen, thank you so much for not only sharing that resource with us, but also for your time, your knowledge for breaking down such a, a series of complex topics into ways that feel really approachable and applicable to our lives as business owners. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Of course. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Friends, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you found this value and you're walking away with some ideas about how you can begin to uh, you know, really focus on your journey 
with regards to manifestation in your own business or even in your life. So if today's episode resonated with you and you would love to share this with your biz bestie, please do so. The more that we're able to share messages like this, the more we're able to pursue our unique definitions of success and normalizing that journey as entrepreneurs. So as always, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I appreciate your subscription, your uh, reviews, and I am I'm so grateful for you to be a part of this community. And as always, I'm cheering y'all on from Waco. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.